Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Achtung Millwall. Gentlemen, welcome, 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 thrice welcome to the annual pantomime, dear listeners. The old Bull and Bush musical on Zamba Road for the visit of Leeds United for the great pantomime of English football. My name is Nick Hart, you're listening to Achtung Millwall for this critical championship fixture for both sides, I think you'll agree, dear listeners. The Lions need a kickstart to their season and Leeds are going great guns at the top of the table. They're going to regard this as a, an acid test of their credentials. Can they survive the Lions' den? Yeah, traditionally, they haven't. But this, year, this season, they do seem to have a little bit more about them with their Argentine manager, something Bielsa, Bolsa, Bolsara, something of that ilk. Dens a sellout, dear listeners. It's a beautiful day, not too warm. Flags fluttering gently in the, in the breeze, the smell of exotic cigarettes in the air. It's like Woodstock. The Isle of Wight Festival, no, sense, all we need is Jimi Hendrix. Big team news today is a debut in midfield of Ryan Leonard, a man that I'm intrigued, excited to see. In goal, another big story, Jordan Archer remains dropped, Ben Amos takes the field. The other storyline being Marlon Romeo on the bench, Conor McLaughlin in defence. Centre of defence with Murray Wallace, Jake Cooper on the left side, James Meredith. Midfield, as I say, Ryan Leonard, Shawnee Williams, Wallace and O'Brien, the hero of the Republic of Ireland's win of the week. On the wings up front, the dynamic duo, the old tried and trusted stager, Steve Morrison, Lee Gregory. Leeds United in their familiar all white, Lions in their familiar dark blue and white. 
lot of talk all week about the atmosphere of the den won't bother them. Perhaps every article has been saying that the atmosphere of the den won't bother them. Let's see. It's a full house here today, dear listeners. And as you can hear, the kickoff is rocking. These are the big games of English football. Many a team's come down in this kind of atmosphere has crumbled. Will Leeds United? There lies the question for the afternoon's proceedings, dear listeners. Where else would you rather be? Come on, where, wherever you're listening in the world. Timbuktu, Cairo, wherever you are, where else would you rather be right here in South Birmingham right now for the visit of Leeds? A lot of newbies knocking around, dear listeners. It's that kind of fixture. People looking for their seats in the chaos. It is the prelims to a Millwall Leeds game. Trying to find their correct seats in the following uh, search. The Leeds line up. They're going to be attacking the Cold Blow Lane in the first half. Mill will attack the away end as it's right and proper under the Mill Act 1871. Crowd's up for it. Away we go. Leeds go all the way uh, back to the goalkeeper in the kickoff. They're clearly adopting a passing style. The um, manager, the Argentine, something Bielsa, can't think of his name. Done no prep for, t- for today's show. Did a little bit for last night's radio show, but nothing for today. All I know is his name is Bielsa. Claims to have um, been in some of the world's biggest derbies, which includes the New Orleans Old Boys versus uh, Rosario in Argentina. And uh, a, a Mexican derby, America versus Guadalajara which I dare say involves uh, drug shootouts in the car park after. So he claims to be uh, no stranger to a, a hot atmosphere. But let's see what it's like being called a cunt for 90 minutes by some bloke from South East London called Terry. We've already had the Jimmy Savile song if you're playing Jimmy Savile Bingo. They have nine, minus 10 on their ticket is the winner of Jimmy Savile Bingo. Jimmy Savile song Bingo. All down the channels for Lee Gregory to run onto. The two's with him. Ponytail two. The 18, excuse me, it's gone for a throw-in. Referee knows which way to give it, gives it to the Ponytail 2. He didn't know what to do there, so he gave it defensively. They're keeping possession, they look like that's the way that this uh, Bolsara has got them sorted out. If you had um, two and a half minutes on your Jimmy Savile bingo ticket, you've lost because it was on minus 10 already. Something of an injury crisis for Leeds, their striker. Patrick Bamford always sounds like he should be at some Chelsea Yacht Club party. Patrick Bamford out for some months with an injury. Uh, Pablo Hernandez, who sounds like he could be in that sleepy Mexican village underneath a sombrero, also injured. And Kimar Roof, who uh, did some damage to us for Oxford in the um, also Winscreen Cup final a couple of seasons ago now, of course. This is the, the 22 on the right side of the penalty. There's a ball over to the top. That's almost into the far post there. Gone for a goal kick. Chance, I'd say, for Leeds there. Three minutes 40 on the clock. A goal for the Republic of Ireland for Aidan O'Brien, of course, midweek, and also rave reviews for both middle players from the Irish press. Shawnee Williams described as a heartbeat of the Irish side in the Irish press. Ben Amos apparently suffered a dislocated finger versus Swansea, fit today, and picked over and above Jordan Archer. We had this little debate on the radio show last night, Love Sport Radio Show. You've got to tune in, aren't you tuning in yet? Uh, between Harry and myself. Um, we both would have chosen Jordan. But Ben Amos has picked above him after his hissy fit for walking out when he dropped last time around versus Swansea. So maybe this is 
a little uh, life lesson for Jordan. I don't know. Big situation for Ben Amos. This is a big atmosphere in the crowd at the moment. So, um, will he rise to the occasion is the question. A little bit of fanning around in defence by Leeds. The two's got it. A little pressing high. Chase down now. This is uh, the 18. It's going to go for a throw-in. Crowd like that, dear listeners. Off of uh, O'Brien's foot. Pursuing them back into defence. Leeds pressing falls to 14. Ball over the top angle to the left side of the mill penalty area. It's eight and a half minutes in. Uh, they look like they want to pass the ball and spray the ball around. Lots of crossing back and forth. It's going to be... Uh, it's the 14 on the edge of the D. Lines now fully behind the ball. That seems to have killed some of the momentum out of this move. Leeds still on the attacks. This is the two. And Morrison concedes a free kick on the right side. They're just clipping the two's heels. Kind of ponytail type. I've never favoured a ponytail myself, dear listeners. Every time I've ever grown my hair long. When I was young, um, I tried to ape the look of David Essex. Any uh, older listeners remember how David Essex used to look? That was my, you know, the mode I was trying to seek out. Um, these days, if I grow it long, I just look like Colonel Sanders or a member of the Grateful Dead, perhaps. So, I have to keep it short. It's going to be a least free kick on the right side. Here we go then. After 10 minutes, that's a shot. It's well wide of the target. It's a derision. No danger there, dear listeners. Yeah, try a slight debate on the show last night about the origins of the rivalry with Leeds. I mean, for most of my adult life, we rarely play Leeds. It's only in the recent, um, occasionally in the 80s we played them, didn't we? And then in recent years, on any, any grand scale, just in divi- different divisions. But clearly there is a, um, we get under their skin. I think it's the idea of the, the, the grand club fallen low, um, celebrity club, the one that thinks it ought to be winning the European Cup, uh, champions of Europe and all that kind of nonsense. And there's nothing we like more than a, a, a club that thinks they're the, the, the big time coming to the den. It's a bit like dragging the, um, I don't know, Dame Sarah Ferguson or someone from the Royal Family into a brawl down the Old Kent Road. We seem to take great pleasure in that, don't we, dear listeners? So Millwall throws going to be another long one. Looks like Murray, no, sorry, it's Ryan Leonard. Looks like Ryan Leonard has a long throw on him, dear listeners. That may well be a weapon. We've got Cooper in the middle. It's lobbed in, but that's short. That's to the three, unfortunately. So that was not much of a weapon at all. Back into the mix from James Meredith. Aiden O'Brien clattered, but given nothing by the referee. Left-sided corner. In towards the penalty spot area. It falls to Morrison on the line from... Ryan Leonard's header there, his downward head almost fell to Steve Morris on the line. Goalkeeper collects in the event. Momentary chance. The Millwall throw comes towards the 15th minute. Again, a Ryan Leonard long throw. Dear listeners, Jake Cooper's gone. You know, this is becoming a regular pattern. There's about two or three long throws we've had already, with Jake Cooper being the target. Going to come in now from the left side, just on the edge of the uh, penalty area. It's a long one in towards the near post. That's gone over everybody's head, including Morrison, for a goal kick. I do like a long throw-in, don't you, dear listeners? Even as a kid, there used to be, uh, was it um, Hutchinson? Is it Don Hutchinson? Not Don Hutchinson. Uh, Eddie Hutchinson from Chelsea used to specialise in the long throw. It always seemed to me to be one of the great delights of football. And I'd love to see a Millwall side employing it. The long throw artist I can ever think of was the uh, Adrian Serio, who had shock value in the moment. And after that was absolutely uh, pony, wasn't he? The Canadian with the, uh, with the, the dreadlocks. Ryan Leonard looks like he's got a greater repertoire, a greater palette at his artist easel than Adrian Serio could ever have dreamed of. A little bit of uh, head tennis. This is Lions retain possession. This is going to run to Conor McLaughlin. He gets it inside. He finds Jed Wallace. What can Jed do? Cuts the ball back. Can uh, Lee Gregory take inside? He can take. But he gets the shot. He's going to go for a call on the right side. 16 minutes. Precious building. 
right-sided corner. Our tactic looks simple. It's going to be to find the big man, which is Jake Cooper. There's a header from Morrison over the head of Aidan O'Brien on the near post. Another chance for the Lions. 16 minutes. 7-17. Neil Harris on record in the news at Den saying that we seem to have the group spirit back. Jill Savile is history. Long live Ryan Leonard. And the group spirit, which seems to have been recovered, which is good to hear. However, that's been sorted. I don't know. Um, clearly, the sale of Jill Savile may have got rid of an unsettled... Um, quantity in the, in the dressing room and it may also produce money to spread around not only in signings but ha- perhaps to make the, um, the wages a little bit more cheerful of the remainder of the group maybe that's helped to recover our group spirit and, and fair play I have no problem at all with working class boys getting the best possible reward for their playing their trade so it's good to see the Lions playing more for, uh, verve 17 minutes into the game at least a lot of new faces around me in block one dear listeners you don't normally get many uh, people in block one it's normally a fairly uh, it's a kind of um, you know a known crowd to everyone no one says anything because we're all English but everyone knows who everyone is it's that kind of crowd you know normally there's acres of seats around us and I've got my own little spot up by the chewing gum wrapper up in the corner but today there's a lot of newbies in here the, uh, I think the trip advisor crowd are in I know that's that's the price of expansion as a football club but it doesn't it feels like you've, you've lost something of your own a little bit doesn't it uh, and I'm, I know I'll be scolded by my dear wife that's talking like that because uh, how else you get into the Premier League and the big time but uh, there is something of value in being this tight intense little bubble that we call Millwall how else would you have it Sean Williams concedes a free kick just a few yards to the right of the D as, as Leeds attack 19 minutes 43 plays it backwards they keep possession they are it's one of, going to be one of those Millwall games where the opposition has you know 60-70% possession and we don't at the moment, they're, um, they look better on the break than, than passing it around amongst themselves, but I may tempt uh, Lady Fate there, the, the Greek idea of the, the fates who hold the men's, you know, men's destiny in their... In their uh, do they dangle by strings or something? I don't know. It's cut, going to cut the strings of fate or something. Heading towards the halfway point of the first half. It's been an open game. Lee's probably started the brighter. Lions have come back into it and probably had the better of the chances as the half, has, or the, the half of the half has progressed. Nice work by Lee Gregory, forces another throw in on the right-hand side. No quick take though, it's going to be a Ryan Leonard, this looks like it's going to be a pattern for the season. Wallace picked up the ball to take it quickly, try and create something, but Ryan Leonard made his way over there, as is Jake Cooper. This is clearly um, a pattern, as I say, we're going to see repeatedly as this season progresses. He's going to win another throw in. This would be about number five long throw in from Ryan Leonard. Inside the first 21 minutes of his mill career, it's lobbed in again towards Jake Cooper. It's a free kick at the near post. Clunching tackles going into Williams there. To the disagreement, the chagrin of the mill crowd. That was a clunching tackle. The four's gone down. He's touching his knee, but he's standing up now. He's all right. What's the referee going to do? The four, four teams claim, claiming that, that that was a high tackle. It was crunching rather than high for me. Referee's having a word rather than showing the yellow. WhatsApp message from Michael Avery saying to me that the referee is an absolute disgrace. Schooled by Kevin Friend, says Michael Avery. Move breaks down the midfield. This is Ryan Leonard surging forwards. He's got Wallace overlapping him. Can he find him? He does find him. Oh. Screams for a handball, not given. I didn't see enough of it. It's on the far side to where I am. This is Aiden O'Brien on the left now. 30 minutes. O'Brien throws the ball in deep. That's over the heads of everybody. Didn't see enough of that chance. Others will be making their feelings very clear behind me. Leeds are pressing forwards now. This is the 14. 
got a touch of the David Batty look about him. We spoke about Batty last night. He's got a look of a Batty from this distance. Kind of a Bisto Kid type of look. Older listeners will remember the Bisto Kids. That's how Batty looks. That's how that 14 looks to me. I don't know his name. I do not want to know his name. Uh, it holds no interest for me. Leeds playing the ball around in their own defence. Lions pressing them all the way back to the agreement of the crowd. They love a bit of mill pressing down here, dear listeners, don't they? Leeds pressing forwards. Monkshon goes out to ball on the left. It's a dangerous moment. Conor McLaughlin does some fantastic defensive work to get that block in there. That was a dangerous moment as Leeds came down the left there. 33 minutes. The mighty wall of sound, dear listeners. The Monkshon, call it what you will. I don't know some of these players. You know, they, they may have heard of um, atmospheres abroad. I'd like to know how that matches up to them. Huge hoof clear there from Sean Williams. All the way back to the Leeds goalkeeper. 33 minutes comes almost 34. All over the top on the left is a dangerous moment. Ball into the middle. It's bouncing around. That's a moment of loose play there. He's still kicking around now. Here's the 10. Inside the middle here. He's been driven leftwards. Great defensive work there. It's still kept uh, in possession by Leeds. 34 minutes. It'll be a danger here for me all while they press forwards. There's a moment there where they seem to be through on goal. As it is, we seem to have reformed behind the, behind the ball. That's a long cross angled. It's gone for a uh, corner on the right side there, put behind by, I think that was Jake Cooper. First corner for Leeds, I believe, in the half. 34, 35 minutes. So when it comes from the right side, it's near post. That's uh, flick headed away there. Morrison's not having his best game in all fairness dear listeners I know he's played because it's the Leeds factor but so far he doesn't seem to have won much in the air for me and there was a, he had a, a moment to dink the ball forwards and placed it to no one for a goal kick so uh, 36 minutes school report on Steve Morrison at least so far for me he must try harder masterful stuff in midfield there by Sean Williams he took and turned little dink into the channels Rayne Lebron to run on can he catch it yes he can off the uh, 18 for a more throw in Meredith tells uh, Aiden to, to cool it, man. I'm reminded of Mick Jagger at Altamont saying cool it when the Hells Angels start beating seven strays of shit out of somebody in the audience and stabbing them, didn't they? Cool it. Why are we, why are we doing this? I can't. My Mick Jagger voice has failed me. This is um, Lee Gregory into the corner. It's going to be a Millwall throw in. James Meredith to take. 37 minutes. Williams at a cross. It's behind everyone. This is Ryan Leonard. I've liked the look of Ryan Leonard, dear listeners. Um, so far in the half, at least. It's think back in from Murray. Murray Mint. Wallace couldn't quite scuff the shot. That's uh, falls to Wyatt Morrison. His shot is blocked for a corner on the right side. 37, ticking towards 38 minutes. Sean Williams on the right then. Clicks it into the middle. Falls to Jake Cooper just over, over his head, unfortunately. This is Ryan Leonard. On the left, he finds Meredith, 38 minutes, he, he sticks it back into the middle, it's headed clear. Right, clear hand ball down the two, ball high in the, in the Leeds penalty area, that's Morrison with a dip header. Oh, no, no, I didn't cross the line, I'm right in, right in line with the line, it didn't cross it, unfortunately, much as I ruled it to. It was like a looping header from Steve Morrison, the goalkeeper took it on the line, high, but it did not cross it, dear listeners. Comes towards 39 minutes. Catch a break, ball falls to Aiden on the left side, he's run straight into trouble unfortunately, he had men on the inside of him, he got to found some space, ran it straight into trouble, the two's gone over. No free kick given or anything, a couple eight continues. Good work by James Merrick to win the ball back, win a throw in on the halfway line, 43 minutes. Fans around me streaming for the radioactive pucker pies and the uh, lukewarm 
beer at the Mill Catering Emporia downstairs. Last few seconds of regular time. I don't know how much overtime we're going to get at the end of this half. And seems to be uh, there's one uh, train that came a couple of times, so it should be uh, one minute. One minute. I would have thought more than that actually. Thank you, Mr. Bye for now. Last few seconds of the first half. These do break down the uh, the left side. Wallace is under pressure. What can he do? He goes under. Ball across the box. That's off of Ben Amos. Bloody hell! Little moment there. A little panic, dear listeners. My heart skipped a beat. Should be the last moments of the first half. There it is. There was a little chance at the end of that first half there for Leeds. Murray Wallace failing in his duty as a defender, falling over. Um, almost allowing the Leeds forward through, but uh, somehow stayed out there across the six-yard box. So there is half-time, nil-nil, Leeds United nil. What do we make of that half? Um, it's been open. Both sides will fancy their chances in the second half. A lot of possession for Leeds. The Lions have not looked um, anything like the, um, the fragile cases we did against uh, Swansea. But equally, we haven't, uh, we haven't created any real open chances as yet, dear listeners. So there we are. At the close of the first half, at least, it's nil-nil. Achtung, Milbein. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. A few half-time tweets, such as I can get. My, my reception is not the best. Uh, the 1885 podcast says we're missing Sean Hutchinson. Michael Avery messages me saying we're missing George Saville. Tony Monday says another half of get the ball into the final third and see what happens. Nothing of any purpose for Tony. Uh, once again, we're still exposed to the ball behind our right back like we have been since April. Harry messages me. He says get Bradshaw on or get Skellac on. Play Aiden up front. Morrison says Harry is finished. Not been his best half of football, H. I will agree with you there, mate. Um, the long ball talk, Steve Morrison, has been well and truly sus today. He's won very little in the air. So whether he'll come out for the second half, I, I don't know. Um, certainly at the moment, it's not his best turnout. Jamie, JG94, says this Leonard geezer looks shit. <laughs> no, I don't agree, Jamie. Um, I thought he looked pretty good, to be absolutely honest. Um, but each to their own, of course. Every man to his opinion. 
Richard Cawley says half-time nil, nil Millwall leads. It's been fast, it's been furious, but not a lot of whole lot of chances. The wayside nearly had one right at the end. But Amos did just about enough to deny Roberts. That was a close run thing, Richard, I think. Mistake by uh, Murray Wallace. If we're going to start allocating as we need to, if we're going to progress, we need to allocate errors, and that was an error. The football theorist, theorist, I'm doing the old TH at the front of my tongue, the football theorist worries that this could be another occasion where Mill will dominate early and struggle in the second half if we're not making the early pressure tell, says the football theorist. And finally, Jake Sanders, journalist Jake, says, game of very few chances for either side. Amos made a big save to deny Roberts on the stroke at half-time. That's, that's very true, Jake. This is a real back-of-an-envelope um, assessment here, but I tried to find Millwall's most capped players whilst they've been playing for Millwall, of course. Um, now, going by the Millwall History website, and I, I stand to be corrected, I can't think of any others beyond these, but Millwall's most capped player as a Millwall player was David Ford. 24 times he played, 24 caps for the Republic of Ireland between 2011 and 2016. Um, next up was the one I thought of first of all would be Eamon Dunphy um, he shows only 22 caps as a Millwall player between 1966 and 71 for the Republic um, after that we've got Mick McCarthy 19 caps also for Republic of Ireland 1990-92 Cascarino Tony Cascarino 15 caps for Republic of Ireland 1988-89 um, sorry above, above Cascarino would be Shane Ferguson for Northern Ireland 16 caps 2015 to 18 and then just a random wild card choice um, just to try and um, inject a little humour a little levity uh, was Justin Hoyt capped eight, eight times for the Trinidad and Tobago national side remember him Justin Hoyt was one of our um, higher ranked internationals played for us 2013 or he's capped 2013 to 15 Justin Hoyt interesting list um, we have had an England player uh, prior to the Second World War. J.R. Smith got two caps for uh, England. Other than that, it's mostly obviously Republic of Ireland, some Scottish players, Northern Irish and Welsh. Achtung, so we're back out for the second half, dear listeners. No changes to the Lions side nor the lead side, not that we're interested in them, but no one for Millwall making any change at half-time. I thought we might change Morrison, but I suppose that's too radical a change at, at this stage. I didn't think he was up to much. Away we go, as you can hear behind me. Lions going towards the cold blow lane, of course, in the second half. It's an early free kick on the on the halfway line, right side. It's going to be Wallace that takes, Murray Wallace. Jury's still out on Murray for me. I don't know about you, dear listeners. What do you think to him? He's not impressed me overly. That error at the end of the first half nearly cost us a goal ball floated forwards it's gone over to the left side it's going to go for a goal kick 46 minutes it's Ryan Leonard dispossessed unfortunately 48 minutes Leeds will bring away he did bottle it the man called it right he had a moment where he hesitated there this is Leeds pressing forwards shot from the edge of the penalty by the 14 the Bisto kid shoots high over into the upper reaches of the Leeds end ball forwards on Coming towards 50 minutes, falls to the Leeds 14 again. And on the pressing forwards down the left, there's a nice ball through. That's a shot across the goal. Can it get all the 22 is inches from that on the right part side? It was going to go for a right side of commerce to come off a Millwall heel across our six yard box there. 22 was lurking in the far post, couldn't get close enough to it. That's a, another uh, close shave for Millwall. 
So it's Ryan Leonard again with another long throw in towards the stairs to the six yards box. It all head over the top. One yard for the Jedwight! Big cover from Lee Gregory into a path of Jedwight to the Ryan Post. Slams in. One yard for the wall! Let's watch it again, dear listeners. Long throw. We've seen a lot of them in the half. Gets a little thick head on from uh, Lee Gregory. Forks to Jed Wallace on the right post, who uh, slaps it home almost off the, uh, off the opposite left post. Off the post, actually off the post. 1-0, the place is rocking! That's pulled the crowd into play, it was just a little moment of um, getting a little bit into a lull. Lullsville, but not now. 56 minutes. Leeds have actually looked more dangerous. They're coming down the left at the moment. A ball into the box is the 14. He's not quite a useful striker for them. Trying to find some space. That's really bravely headed behind by James Meredith there as they try to work a, a channel down the right. It's going to be a corner. 57 coming towards 58 minutes. Uh, yeah, they've actually looked more, um, you know, pressed forwards in the, at the start of the second half. So they'll be disappointed to go that goal behind. But obviously that is not something that we give a shit about have a chance to cross the ball in it's come deep 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 Amos came and stopped so a little bit of hesitation there thankfully it falls to, to James Meredith nice work by Lee Gregory what can he do he retains possession well he's got Morrison breaking Wallace now Morrison on the right right 58 minutes Wallace overran it and he concedes the free kick yellow card overran it then he had Morrison on, on his right on the break um, just probably pushed it a, a, a yard too far as Lee's pressing down the right there's a ball into the box that's going to go over the heads of everybody yes oh wow that's, I thought that was a goal kick the lines and missed it back across the middle box crunching tackle the far side and the ball wet must have gone inches wide that's McLaughlin trying to score the ball out I thought we actually crossed the line I'm right in line with it but the linesman missed it that would have counted as a goal 62 minutes chance we dodge a bullet 62nd minute there there's an old favourite coming up there. It's like it's like the musical. Do you remember the old the good old days when they'd sing the same old songs each week down at the old Bull and Bush? Well that's what it's like Mill Leeds. You have the same set of songs about usually about Jimmy Savile. Leeds on the break now, no offside on this occasion. Coming down the, the right side, the uh, 14, I think it's cut back in. That's falls to uh, Ryan Leonard. Crunching tackle is gonna go for a f- no it stays in play. The 14 retains play. 64 minutes on the right side. This is a danger moment for Mill. We've got to keep focused here. Gets underneath it, high over the bar, to a mass amusement within the den. There's a new one. Who says we're not inventive, dear listeners? Little dink into the middle, that's the 11. Nice save, little flick header, no offside. Another chance, Amos takes that well. That was one of those slow motion moments like you're watching a car crash, you know, in, in, the, in the movies. Frame by frame. That was almost an open chance there for Leeds. Well, it was an open chance. Uh, cover backward header. 65 minutes. Lions riding their luck. I remember seeing an exhibition once at the uh, British Film Institute. No, there was a museum of the movie image when, it, when that existed. At Waterloo, they had uh, Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho slowed down to play frame by frame over the course of 24 hours. Uh, when I went in to see it, the, 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 uh, the shower scene, um, which was kind of moving bit by bit by bit, you know, 
that's what that chance felt like there hello a little bit of um, kerfuffle the full team's complaining about being clattered Ryan Leonard's having something to say referees involved a little bit of argy-bargy uh, not really handbags handbags nothing more some kind of artistic installation you know the kind of thing I'm talking about dear listeners you can't, we can't get enough artistic installations down here at the den can we as it is it's a mill throw in halfway inside the, the Leeds half 67 minutes so that's going to run through unfortunately uh, Morrison missed out on that little flick header gone for a goal kick halfway through the second half it's an open game obviously the Lions leading it um, we have had our moments of luck we're riding our luck how long may that continue Bradshaw's coming in got a ball to Steve Morrison I don't think he's been his best game um, age is a cruel mistress dear listeners isn't it and I think that um, the years are catching up with Steve but he listens to the applause That's, that says it all for that, that performance in comes Tom Bradshaw our million pound man think of um, the, the, the railway programme Michael Portillo Bradshaw's guide which was a Victorian guide to the railways of Britain um, which I've never seen I've only seen it on TV so I only know the name Bradshaw guide thanks to the reformed right wing Michael Portillo um, be great to see a performance from Tom Bradshaw on this grandest of grand stages and my dear old Sony recorder is robust I just dropped it on the floor and it survived that so if you're hearing me okay it shows the quality of finish of Sony voice recorders dear listeners 74 minutes game has uh, got into a slight period of um, neutrality all not wanting to make the error that let Leeds back in Leeds obviously not wanting to make the error that puts us out of sight high amusement the 14 got himself disgruntled skidded on the side track and it's become a laughing stock of the den as, as the ball went out of play there um, he's gone into like Norman Wisdom mode Mr Grimsdale no longer a pistol kid his name is Mr Grimsdale Pitkin Norman Pitkin not Grimsdale temper starting to fray a little bit as we come towards the last 13 minutes of proceedings all over the top down the left this is McLaughlin he's going to get a goal kick out of that actually done well for me Colin McLaughlin not, wouldn't have been my choice at right back would it have been yours still listener I probably would have gone with Marlon but he's actually done well out there for us this afternoon defensively we've done well a few um, flaky moments at the start of the half we'll finish of the first and start of the second so far so good 77 minutes Elias coming in Lee Gregory coming out We've done a lot of work today Lee Gregory a lot of work swung in ball across the box into the side netting I'm sorry I lost the plot there there was a moment where there was a shirt tug um, a white shirt clearly being tugged inside the mill box there the ball was put back across the six yard box and, and time stood still for me there I literally froze as I thought they were going to score so um, that doesn't exactly give you much descriptive content dear listeners does it we dodge another bullet and a little bit of touchline argy bargy I can't see what's going on down there from here dear listeners Neil Harris is in there pushing and shoving pointing that's just what we did the game needed get the crowd fired up Leeds pressing forwards now searching desperately for a 
an equaliser, it's balled into the middle box, headed not very far away by Jake Cooper, shots, one all from the edge of the penalty area, oh, loose ball on the edge of the penalty area, slammed a daisy cutter shot for, for one all, into the right corner, kind of low level shot, on target into the net, one all. Long ball hoof forwards, there's Tom Elliott in the mix. Bradshaw's in there, hoofed off the ball. No, no free kick awarded there, dear listeners. Four minutes. Here's Ryan Leonard. Finds Bradshaw inside the box. Ryan Leonard. Calls for a penalty, I think that would have been a harsh penalty, in all honesty. He got uh, bumped from behind there. Gone for a right-sided corner. Williams takes from the right into the middle ball balls up high it's going to fall to Meredith outside the box thinks it back in towards Jake Cooper he's uh, all falls to Jeb Wallace on, on the left hand side it's back across the box Tom Elliott oh, post it was almost a critical moment for Tom Elliott ball still bouncing around in there Elliott again slammed against the least defender by the forward by uh, Bradshaw this is Ryan Leonard ball still down the box Penalty, surely! Elliot Tumbles, the referee says no! He's gone for a corner on the right side! We've had nothing, no change out of this referee all afternoon, dear listeners. As it is, it's another right sided corner. In it comes, it's deeper this time. This is Cooper. Off the line! Williams from the right side, he floats it back into the middle, it's deep, deep, deep. Ball bouncing around, it's like a ping pong. This is Jed Wallace. What can he do? Ball's back across. That's going to be headed away. He's immense pressure from Millwall. Meredith. Ball runs clear. Leads on the break. No burn now. This is amazing stuff, dear listeners. End to end stuff. High entertainment on the left hand side. Aiden takes his man on. Can he get past him? He runs into trouble effectively. Got a good game for me, Aiden O'Brien. He finds James Meredith. Ball cross here, blocks. Sean Williams. Jed Wallace. Ball back across the, the penalty area there. It's going to go for a goal kick. Will it go? A throw in. Mill throwing on the right hand side. This is um, immensely entertaining stuff if you're a neutral. Heartbreaking stuff if you're, like, if you're a Mill fan, having led for, for so long. This is a moment for the long throw. I think we're ticking towards the, the final seconds of the, of the second half, the listeners. That's a ball into the near post. It's headed up and away still bouncing around down there Jed Wallace oh the post there's the final whistle wow Leeds will regard that as a result we threw everything out in the final seconds there Lions desperately unlucky players on the pitch on the floor wow two points lost I'm sad to say but the, um, the, the, the spirit to, to throw everything at, at Leeds in those final few seconds was immense. So well done, Mill, for that much at least. Um, Leeds flying high at the top of the table till today. I don't know how that leaves them. But that was a much, much better performance, a much improved performance by the Lions. Standout players today was Ryan Leonard for me in midfield. Um, Lee Gregory, immense performance. Uh, Mill won, Leeds United won. Great game of football. The Lucas Ball Report. Well, um, game over at the den, and not really sure how to sum that one up. 
Fucking Millwall from start to finish with a better team, really, but um, it's another late goal they've conceded. Second half started well. Um, uh, goal came in the end, I think about the 65th minute, something like that, from uh, a long throw, which uh, new addition with Leonard. It's like, like having an extra set piece at times, and uh, Cooper won the flick on, and Jeb Wallace was there at the far post to, to tap it home, and yeah, Mill won it up and happy, and uh, didn't get that second that they needed to kill the game. Didn't really have any clear cut chances, so after the goal, it wasn't like they'd missed a load. Um, ben Amos made a really good save not long after the goal. Come across at the far post, and I think it's Luke Aylin who he managed to save from a couple of yards. But it's a long range effort in the end, it's right in the corner to be fair. I don't think Amos has got a chance with it. Um, from I think it was Harrison in the end but so frustrating to concede another late goal I think it was about 88th minute and yeah um, I'm not sure how it stayed one all in the end Millwall for the last five minutes and in, in injury time were absolutely battering the Leeds goal I think it hit the post couple of decent saves couple of goal mouth scrambles that somehow haven't gone in and it's another disappointing result. You know, should should be three points here again, but not for the first time this season. Millwall have let the three points slip from their grasp. And uh, something happened with Dave Livermore towards the end of the game, and uh, I think it was Samu Saiz who was involved. And uh, Bielsa weren't too happy. Bielsa's told his players to go on and get on with the game, and he's turned around to Millwall's coaching staff and had a pot. And then the Leeds staff have celebrated deliberately right next to Mill's staff very heavily after they equalise size comes running over as well um, just trying to provoke a reaction but you know that's just one of those things and Millwall will be just so annoyed to come away with just a point from that Neil Harris will not be happy at all move on to QPR away in midweek can't you Lions There we are, dear listeners. Big thank you to Lucas Ball for his post-match roundup. There, uh, a draw that feels like a defeat. I think you would agree with me. Uh, I have I've tried to produce a few reasons to be cheerful out of that late, late heartbreaker yesterday versus Leeds. Um, overall, I felt. Don't know how you feel. I felt that was a much better performance, um, hard-working, a journeyman performance, you might say, rather than anything inspirational. You know, it wasn't exactly one of the great works of art of our time, but it was very much a Millwall hard-working performance. Um, what I did like was the way we turned it on after conceding the equaliser. Um, could have snatched the winner at the end. I believe Tom Elliott hit the post um, late. I haven't seen any replays from yesterday's game. But we did well to um, take that, that, that punch and come back. And we could have stolen it at the death there. It would have been nice, I don't know if Neil Harris is listening to this show, to have seen a little bit more of that kind of approach um, earlier on in the game. We didn't really create enough open chances, for me at least. Um, and what's with Yuri Skalak, who looks dangerous every time he gets the ball um, and crosses so well. Um, what's with him sitting on the bench, Neil? Maybe, you know, far be it from me to offer Neil Harris advice, of course. Um, 
I say a journeyman performance. Leeds, obviously, are the, uh, the, the most journalists tipped to win the division. And I think probably they, you know, watching them yesterday, that was, uh, they've, they've got three major players out. Um, so we caught them at a good time in some senses. I, I thought we, um, we, we, I dominated them in, 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 in places, but they also had their chances. I'm thinking particularly at the end of the first half, they had that um, cross, uh, uh, you know, ball across our six yard line. And also at the start of the second half, we recall a couple of uh, you know jittery moments for for the Lions. But we certainly held our own against a side that most are saying are going to win the division at a canter, and certainly a club that bring resources you know outside of ours to to the table. Um, Neil Harris in his post match comments, I just picked a couple. Um, speaking about the group mentality, Neil says that he's looked at the group in the last two weeks, and their attitude is brilliant. He's very sorry for the players. They didn't get the three points. Um, staying focused for, for all, the full 90 is critical. You don't need me to tell you that, dear listener, do you? Um, and I'm sure Neil doesn't need to hear me tell him that either, but that does seem to be a problem for us at the moment, at least. Um, speaking about Ryan Leonard, who I liked, I, I thought he looked the real the real part. He looked like a real Millwall player. It reminded me in some ways, potentially, and don't criticise me too soon, potentially, of... The, uh, our dearly beloved Alex Ray um, Neil thought Leonard got better as the game went along anyone who watches us regularly says Neil knows this isn't a team to go straight into easily everyone has a specific role a specific role in the team and the majority of the time we have the best team ethos speaking on Twitter I've picked out a few comments um, Teddy Allison says we should stop giving away last-minute goals. Yes, indeed, Teddy, that's uh, that's a very good point. We should stop more to the point. I think Teddy makes this point here that we should stop sitting back when we're winning. Um, why didn't we play with that pressure for the last four minutes all the time? That would be hard to produce on any grand scale for the full 90, but I do agree with you, Teddy, that when we turned it on in those last few minutes, searching for the winner that we, we deserved, I felt, we look really good, pretty good. So um, we certainly need to get more of that earlier in the game. I think sitting back when we're one goal ahead is not the Millwall way. It never will be the Millwall way. And we see repeatedly where it leads us so far this season. James S. Moore on Twitter is concerned by our long ball tactics and that we created virtually zero chances. That's true. Got to be said. Virtually zero chances over the course of the game. The, the goal was um, kind of came out of nowhere for me with Jed Wallace um, in off the post. Um, and James makes the point that this brand of football, the Neil Harris brand of football and blind loyalty, as he calls it, could see us fighting the drop, says James S. Moore. Charles Efford makes the point that we've conceded six goals in the last quarter of our four home games. Defending winning positions. Charles says this has cost us seven points. We must never try to shut up shop again, says Charles. Not in that historical tone of voice. We should keep going forwards. Another historical tone of voice. Mickey Modden liked yesterday, though. Mickey Modden on Twitter says that was a brilliant game. Our packed den versus Leeds United. One all. If Leeds are the best, says Mickey, then we're really close. Um... That's a good point, Mickey. Uh, I think that is a good point. Um, we do need more spark up front. 
Um, we'll come on to the player ratings, but I just want to mention poor old Steve Morrison starting to show his age. Um, and I'm the last bloke in the world to criticise another man for showing his age. Um, gets us all younger listeners in the end. But yesterday, no, we, we didn't win enough balls in the air. I would actually have liked to have seen Tom Elliott in the game earlier because um, he's looking um, looking better. I'd like to have seen Yuri Skalak to feed Tom with the crosses that we saw against Swansea and we saw a little touch of yesterday without Yuri Skalak's involvement. Of course, and on that subject, Mill halfway line likes the look of Leonard. I do like the look of Leonard too, um, halfway line. He says Aiden's on fire. Aiden put a lot of effort in yesterday. Whether he's on fire or not, we'll come on to. Um, but Jay, uh, Mill halfway line, nearly used his name there. Uh, says poor old Morrison's brain is working, but the old body is struggling to keep up. Don't we know the feeling there, Jay? I know that feeling, mate. Um, Bradshaw and Scalic on for Wallace and Morrison for him on 65. Tony Monday takes issue with Aiden's on fire with three question marks. Tony is a man of um, stern opinion. When it comes to Aiden, I think you'd agree, Tom. Three crosses straight out of play. This is Aiden, he says. Cut back inside and run into defenders at least five times. And five against three at half time. Don't know what that means. Um, cuts back at it and loses the ball yet again. Then points everyone else. He's working harder defensively, though. Tony will give you that much. Player ratings, dear listeners, on the AMS website. Have a player rating system. Um, let's just go through the team. Ben Amos, there was a dilemma before the game, wasn't there? Who are you going to pick? Jordan Archer or Ben Amos? <clears throat> I'm not sure why Ben is being chosen over Jordan, unless it is a punishment beating for that um, diva-style walkout, Mariah Carey walkout, because the M&Ms were only, you know, weren't red or something of that kind last week. Ben was chosen. He's okay, don't get me wrong. Um, made a couple of nice saves. Uh, beaten again with a shot from distance, like he was against Swansea. So I don't think we have anything better than Jordan Archer and Ben Amos. Chosen by Neil Harris yesterday. He's drawn a 5.8 from the um, the voters of the AMS Player Rater website, as I look at it anyway, on the Sunday morning nightmare. Um, defensively, Jake Cooper gets 6.3. He was okay yesterday. Gives, I mean, obviously we have this new tactic now, don't we, of the long throw in from Ryan Leonard aiming at Jake Cooper's head, which is good. I like it. But we can't keep doing it all the time, although I, I believe it was um, instrumental in, in the move that actually created a goal at some stage in it anyway. Uh, Murray Wallace, oh dear, 25 Murray Wallace, 5.1 from the AMS voters. Um, I've got to say it's about right for me, I would have said 5 out of 10 Murray Wallace. It's hard to see at the moment what Murray Wallace is bringing to our side. Um, I can only think it's some form of organisational um, quality that I don't see. I don't see the end result. I think we've looked a little bit fragile, especially as the game wears on. And Murray Wallace is hard to see what, what um, you know, what virtues he's bringing to our side. Conor McLaughlin did better than the 5.6 that the AMS is awarding him yesterday for me. I thought he looked, um, gave us a bit more uh, solidity. Whether I would have played him over Marlon, another question, another dilemma. I probably would have gone with Marlon because I like Marlon. 
and I like what he brings to the side. Connor, though, did all right. Um, I, I would have given him probably higher than the 5.6, only, only marginally higher, so I probably would have gone to a 6 for him yesterday. James Meredith, um, 6.1. I, I thought James um, pushed forward well yesterday, did his defensive work well yesterday. I probably would have given him more than the 6.1. I think this is a harsh crowd on the AMS. 6.1 they're giving him. I probably would have gone higher than that. Jed was quiet yesterday. Overall, he's got the goal. Getting a six from the uh, pre- the predictors. The middle predictors out there. Six seems low. Probably would have gone somewhere. If I could have gone for a 6.5, I probably would have gone for that. Not quite a seven for Jed for me yesterday. Then we come to Ryan Leonard. Now, he's drawing a 6.3. I think it must be a few disgruntled voters because of the late equalise. And I think that's a little bit harsh to downplay Ryan Leonard's contribution. I thought he did well. He did bot one tackle, and he's got to know early on he can't do that anymore. There was a breakout defence, and I, I spotted it from the other end of the pitch. But, uh, he bottled out of that tackle. Um, 6.3 seems low for him, however. I probably would have gone closer to Sims. I thought he brought some um, attacking verve to our side. Sean Williams, 6.1. Um, Sean was Sean was okay yesterday. Maybe a touch tired from the international break. Star man for the AMS yesterday with a six point four, which gives you the measure of um, you know the range of, of, of scores. Uh, was Lee Gregory substituted in the eighty six minute? Very hard working performance without being anything, you know, any fireworks from Lee yesterday. Six point four. Um, contrasted with Steve Morrison, normally um, Morrison expects to start against Leeds because of the. You know the long history of um, you know um, hostilities between him and his and, and the Yorkshire uh, former winners of the European Cup. Um, low score for Steve, four point five from the AMS. I think I can't really argue with it. Actually, I, I, I gave him five, but that's more for old times' sake. Um, it wasn't great yesterday. Didn't win much in the air and didn't really show much going forwards. Generally speaking, from Steve Morrison, so four point five. Probably a tad, tad harsh, tad harsh. Aidan O'Brien, 6.2. Hard-working performance from Aidan without being, um, you know, without being uh, inspirational going forward. I think Tony's comments, Tony Monday's comments about him running into trouble are valid. And that's he did well for the Republic of Ireland in the week, and that's great to see. He scored a goal in Poland, I believe. But certainly running into trouble, running into defenders is going to get us nowhere, Aidan O'Brien. Um, Brad Shaw and um, Elliot coming on as substitutes. I didn't really give them score lines because they weren't on long enough. Well, I do like the look of Elliot. He um, looks like sharper in recent games, maybe because of his cameo roles rather than starting position. So a big week lies ahead, dear listeners. QPR, I think it is on Wednesday, isn't it? And West Bromwich Albion next Saturday. Um, I can't go to QPR, but I can go to... West Bromwich Albion, so I'll be doing a show in the aftermath of of the trip to the Hawthorns. Um, So tune in next week. Tune in to Love Sport Radio as well, why don't you, next Friday night um, for the full Field Marshal Montgomery on all things Millwall. That's the show this week. Thank you for listening. Arrivederci, Millwall. You've been listening to Octoon Millwall, the CBL Magazine podcast. That's the Millwall News this week, and we are out of here!
Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.